Hi everybody, this is Molly. I just wanted to pop in before this episode starts to give a little bit more information on kind of some context. Um, Cheryl and I recorded this prior to any of the theme parks closing, so Universal SeaWorld and Disney. So when we make mention of head to the park in a couple weeks to enjoy, <laughs> enjoy all these events, um, obviously that is outdated information now, um, but there were a couple good giggles in here that I left in just in case. Anyway, hope you enjoy. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. We've spent weeks and weeks and weeks talking about the history of attractions and parks and fun facts and all over the place. And looking back on the past six months, we've actually missed a lot of happenings and openings and new and exciting things. So yeah, I think it's time to talk about them. It is time to talk about them. But where do we start? Oh, um, well, what's the most recent thing to have opened? Um, hand washing stations all throughout Walt Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen them on the Twitter? I literally just saw the hand washing washing station on the Twitter right before we started recording. And I think it's a great idea. Oh, for sure. And like kudos to Disney. I had a friend who was at Flower and Garden today at Epcot and literally there is one in every single country. It's just it's the they're they're fancier than they could be, I guess, but they're the same kind of ones that you see at like festivals and like on construction sites where they're hooked up to a hose. But like it's like when someone, yeah, when you have like a Johnny on the spot or like a porta potty, but someone like really invested in like the nicer version. So it yeah. has like the sink. Yeah. I it's like those that. luxury executive like porta potties. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. those? Yeah. I have. <laughs> Do you remember when they used to roll them out for f- like food and wine? Like no. back, back in the day? No. Yeah, like that area, I guess it's called the Rose Walk, where, you know, they had those, like, tiny, tiny restrooms in front of Canada, like, as you're starting to get into World Showcase. I think they were, like, maybe a three-staller, and it couldn't keep up, so they brought in, like, a huge trailer executive bathroom, where, like, you go in there. (laughs) And throw up. Yeah, they haven't done it in a lot of years, but I remember when they did, I was like, really? We're, all right, great. Interesting. But they're, they're nice. So this that is this is the most recent attraction Walt Disney World. <laughs> so hand washing sta- sta- stations, but and also- I prefer a hand wash. Wash. We can't say washing. Neither of us can say washing. Hand washing hand station, washing. station over sanitizers because I don't. I don't really trust sanitizers, and I don't want to. Ta- I don't want this to turn into like a conspiracy thing. No. but I do maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> hand washing, I prefer. So, like, I saw that and I said, "Great, good for them." Well, maybe sure. throw a little theming on it. I don't care. And I feel like all Facebook and memes are doctors now because, like, there's everything is like, "Oh no, you should wash your hands for twenty seconds, twenty five mm-hmm. seconds." Oh, hand washing is more important. Hand sanitizer does nothing, mm-hmm. and you're like. I can't keep up. I'm just going to stop up. sticking my fingers in my mouth and hope that no one coughs in my face. Yeah, correct. I mean, yeah, that's hard, though. Hard, <laughs> easier said than done. <laughs> On any given day. Also, though, my favorite is there, you know, because Disney's, Disney's Disney. And I'll tell you, living in the Orlando area, like, it feels very much like a hurricane is coming. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. stocking up and ready for it. But we're kind of like, okay, but we're just going to deal until it's here. Kind of TBD. 
I mean, we're all just kind of wait. I mean, any of us in Central Florida are just kind of waiting for that moment mm-hmm. when someone gets home, has the coronavirus, and says, "I yeah. just got back from my trip to Disney World," and then I think we're, yeah. Central Florida in general changes. I think so, and not to be a Debbie Downer, but like it's gonna happen, right? Yeah. There's no, I mean, it's kind of unavoidable, but until then, we carry on with new attractions (laughs) sure so let's talk about the newest one that just opened what is it mickey minnie's runaway railway yes and you know what not to like toot our own horns here but you and i were very excited about this ride months ago we're a lot and i think we both said this is gonna be a sleeper hit like everybody's talking about all these other attractions coming and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, I think it's going to blow your mind. And I think it's blowing everyone's mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a chance to go this past weekend when it opened. And it was jealous of your life sometimes. Thank you. Well, and that's the nice thing about living here is it's like you can get up early, pop in. I had to wait like two hours, but it was so worth it. And then you just get out and you just go home. And you're like, great, cool. That's what I do. How is the line experience? Is it, it so? I, I admit, like I'm a I'm a spoiler girl. So I um, watched videos and stuff, and from what I could tell, other than some like retheming of Mickey versus like the ruby red slippers, the queue itself looks pretty similar to what it looked like in the Great Movie Ride days. Yes, and so when you go through, Neat. it's the same entrance. And so a few, th- I don't know much about this attraction. All I know is very secondhand or what I've seen in the blogs, but. One thing that was very true to Great Movie Ride was they had two different costumes. So it was the Chinese theater outside. So the lobby, the queue, everything was, hey, you're going into this movie theater. And then you go past the um, the podium after you watch the previews and you're on a live stage. Like somehow you're magically there and that's when they're in a different outfit. So like back in the day, that's when they had the bow ties and the suspenders Okay. Um, like a like 10 years or so ago that's when they did the big costume change the outside stayed pretty the same it was very much like an usher that you would see in a movie theater but then you yep. went in and you had more of a like modern day set like tour guy so if you go to like um the nbc tour in new york city like yeah at the rockefeller center the pages uh-huh. they wear like blazers and a t-shirt so like that's kind of what they switched over to so now in Mickey Minnie's, outside, they still very much have like a, hey, you're in a movie theater, like, welcome. But then as you go into it, they kind of transform into, oh, now you're in a train. Like, I have a conductor hat on. Oh, okay. So that's, I think, a nod back to the Great Movie Ride, which is pretty cool. I love that. And, and not to be like a dum-dum here, does that mean like if a cast member moves from being an outdoor greeter to like an indoor queue someone they're literally changing their costume or it's a it's usually like a hat and a coverall so back in the day you would switch out your hats like there was the like the newsboys cap but you just like a cast member just like keeps their hat with them yeah i guess so or like there's a that's cool 
closet somewhere. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Okay. Okay. And then like okay. an overcoat. And then they switched it. Like so before it was like you put on a jacket to go outside. And then at the Great Movie Red when they changed it over, like the base costume was what you wear outside and then you throw on a blazer when you go inside. Much mm. more weather air conditioning appropriate. That makes more sense. Um yeah, that's so now it seems like it's the same thing where your base is the outside like hi, you're working at a movie theater and then the inside you put on something else and you're like, Great, this is a train. I don't know what's happening. You know, this is that's really cool. That's one of those like tribute moments that like, and it may maybe maybe it isn't a tribute, but like it's kind of it got it's got to be right. Like yes, it's, I don't know. Like they didn't have to do that, but they did, and that's really special. Um, I will I really say, like, like I don't think a single person actually wanted the great movie ride to close, but mm-hmm. knowing that like it should, and mm-hmm. also that like. And there was, I saw some, like, not a TED Talk, but, you know, one of those Disney Imagineer things where they're, like, there isn't a Mickey Mouse attraction. And when, like, we really Mm. realized that, we're, like, no, it needs to happen. And that conversation was happening around the same time. They're, like, what is the status of the great movie ride and how are we going to sustain this? Well, such an icon, like, it's kind of the best of both. Like, we kind of just have to do it. And then that's when it happened. But there are so many nods to the great movie ride if you're willing to, like, see them. Yeah, so I definitely picked up on a couple, even just watching one of, and I, again, I think you have to ride this ride to truly experience it, like, in its full beauty, and I think you have to ride it a lot. I mean, that was my experience, even video to video, it was, like, very different, it was almost like a different story, depending on what car you're in, mm-hmm. like, 100%. in the train. Which is amazing, like, the rewritability of a ride is so... um that's like a direct um, counter to something like Smuggler's Run, which until they add new storylines in, it's like, okay, like, <laughs> got it. Like, we're going to get the, <laughs> did we get it? We did. And then we did. You know what did I mean? Did you like, crash the, the Millennium Falcon? We don't know. Do you ever get more than one barrel? Am I just that bad of a pilot? I've only Probably. been on it once, and it's, <laughs> it took me the entire time to understand that, like, oh, no, this is the outcome of this ride is going to determine what button I just pushed, and I forgot to push the button, like, four times. So. Yeah. I mean, not to brag, but I was a pretty good engineer, Ooh, but I was being piloted by, like, two four-year-olds. Mm. So, like, we were never going to win anything. No. But okay. anyway, in kind of direct um, contrast – yeah, it feels like wherever you are in, whichever car you're in, in the in the train or whatever, um, kind of dictates what you see or what's like in front of you, which is neat. And one of the videos, a very, very direct uh, pullback or callback to Great Movie Ride was there was like a, a poster that said, The Great Moving Ride. Yeah. And it was like a, like, um, was a picture of like an escalator on it or something? I just kind of like a right. funny little pun, like just a very silly little cartoony kind of mm-hmm. moment, but... It was really cool. And that was, I mean, undeniably a Easter egg. Yeah, but. definitely look out for that. And I don't want to give any spoilers. Like, I think, No, no, no. I think the experience is so crazy that, like, you have to go through it. But I, the only thing I would say is that, you know, the journey that you take in the Great Movie Ride, so the different genres, the different, like, places that you go, I think are very much mirrored in the current movie or the current uh-huh. ride. Oh, okay. So, you know, the only one I'll give you is, like, you know, there's that scene where there's a huge, like, tornado. Like, yeah, maybe that happens. 
Okay. But I would Torn just challenge you to remember, like, what happens in the ride. Remember how there's, like, a car that runs out after you. Like, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But you're very right that the queue, like, I think it's the same wallpaper. I think it's the same carpeting, kind of. I think that they, like, beefed it up a bit. Sure. Made it, it look up. nice. Yeah, there's always a good or little sprucing and up. There's definitely a moment, though, like, you're going through the queue. It's the same. It's the same. And by same, I mean, like, in the tlc or t time whatever update mm-hmm. they just whatever had. we did establish it was <laughs> we still uh-huh. don't remember no, um no so it's knows. to that but then you kind of round a corner to where you should be and it instantly is no longer a great movie ride and you kind of just like your brain kind of starts to melt in like figuring out where you where you are versus where you could have been wow. in the past all right, that's awesome. 10 out of so 10, excited. highly recommend. I'd say I'd say a two-hour wait is totally worth it for this attraction because most of the queue is indoors. Um, Good advice. If it's all the way down to sunset like it was the first day, like, no, come back. Like, don't do that. There, sure. <laughs> there are fast passes available. It's not boarding groups like Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend it. All right. What else is new? So right now is the Flower and Garden Festival. I think it just kicked off last week. I love Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot. So I didn't know this, and I honestly probably would have, like, bet, like, a whole $5 on this that I didn't know Flower and Garden had been going on far longer than Food and Wine. No. Like, it makes sense, I would have bet $10. Thank you. No, it's the longest-running festival at Epcot, like, 30-something years. I don't know. I should check my math. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's going on now. It's gorgeous. They have a bunch of new topiaries. Um, the cutest one for sure is uh, Remy from Ratatouille. They have in France, as I'm Aww. sure in preparation because um, right. the attraction's coming summer 2020. Right. No, I mean, I am so excited for that. Because I know it's not – so, yeah, let's – I have a couple comments. One, you're blowing my mind that <laughs> Flower and Garden is older than food and wine. Um, because it's always been more it's always been more low key, without a doubt. I feel like even in the past couple of years has it become a little bit more prominent. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always knew about it. You probably always knew about it, but like your standard average family it was a maybe a pleasant surprise while they were there Mm -hmm. and it still is but i think things like instagram and social media and like these like gotta have it souvenirs and and stuff in the past even couple years has helped flower and garden kind of elevate itself to a kind of must see event the like uh orange bird sipper cup mm-hmm. um and now they and have that else? bee they have like the bee sipper cup they're really cute like yes character. what's his co- spike they have created oh, like yeah. a mascot for it um and even like the i remember this happened a couple years ago now but you know every instagram person you see is like i gotta get my violet lemonade yes. and it was just a lemon and it's i mean it actually is quite delicious but it's it's a it's a hyped up special small drink, mm-hmm. non alcoholic drink at the Flower and Garden Festival, and I just think that kind of culture has helped um, create more of a buzz about flower buzz <laughs> about Flower and Garden yeah. in the past couple of years, which is great. I think that food and wine definitely made festivals like the cool like thing lucrative, to do. Yeah, 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 and worth it. Now mm-hmm. they've kind of capitalized on that because I I don't know so much if they had the kiosks like they did. They've always had the kiosks, but they definitely had the Maybe topiaries, the flowers. Mm-hmm. Like it was always an event, but it now is more of a. F- I guess festivals are they know what they're doing with that. They do know. Yeah, they have a they have a formula that yeah. they've used. 
um, that work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, um, I was there last year for Flower and Garden, and it is lovely. It, I think it's one of the most like beautiful versions of Epcot because they every little inch is covered in um, flowers and uh, are special types of like f- flora and fauna, right? And mm-hmm. so it just is the most beautiful. It looks like a botanical gardens, really, with like a monorail going right through it. So it's I think it's Epcot at its prettiest. Um, even the like... Oh, gosh, I'm having a hard time placing exactly where it is. Maybe over by imagination. Um, there's like a like a lawn leading down into like a an area of water. Yeah, and on it, the like the rose like walk a, area. Yes, exactly. And during Flower and Garden, it's like a patchwork of flowers. It, where the rest of the year, it's grass and it's pretty. Like it's always pretty. But during Flower and Garden, it's really, really pretty. So it's just, um, yeah, I think it's the most beautiful version of Epcot. Yeah. Love it. And if you go right now, like, the weather is pretty choice. It gets a little bit warmer. Yeah. It's not quite as hot as it is for food and wine, but it's wonderful. And then the concert series, too, is definitely, like, picking up its pace. Like, food and wine is is the one that has, like, the top choice acts. But mm-hmm. I think that Flower Garden is starting to have some, like, sleeper favorites. So, like, this oh. weekend, as of this podcast dropping, Simple Plan is playing. I think they're there. What? Yeah, Sunday and Monday. Um, they're great. Uh, you've got, like, I guess new is, like, the Casting Crows. You also have the Plain White Tees. I love Rick Springfield. You'll be surprised at how many Rick Springfield songs you know. It's not just Jesse's Girl. Probably. <laughs> but wait, hold on. I got to pull it back here. Wasn't the Flower and Garden, like, co- concert series always, like, it was literally called like the Flower Power, wasn't it? Yes. Always like the like it was like the Monkees tribute band. Like it was <laughs> yeah. very nineteen sixties. The Nelsons when did featuring that their dad. So like that one band in the eighties that had the uh, one hit wonder of like can't live without your love and affection, and then his dad who had like garden party. No, it changed what? like about five years or so. It used to be the Flower Power okay. concert series, and now it's called like Garden Rocks. Okay. Or okay. Fest, what is it? Yeah, Flower and Garden, Garden Rocks Concert Series. Where's Joey Fatone when you need him? Because I know he knows the answer to this question. Seriously. But it has, like, Sister Hazel. Um, like, God, I love Sister Hazel. Yeah, there's one of the guys in between the original Journey singer and the new... Classic. Um, <laughs> Classic Asian Epcot one. Concert Series move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Star so this week, uh-huh. as of this um, episode dropping... Simple Plan is there if you can catch them. Then Starship featuring Mickey Thomas <gasps> is there from the 17th oh, to the 19th. So and that's fun. so good because they play like Jefferson Starship, Jefferson Airplane. Like just because they don't have the whole band, like he sings, he sings like We Built This City. He sings great. all of their classics. Okay, that's great. So I would highly recommend it. Which are you going to go to any of them? I will definitely be there for Simple Plan. I. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll pop in and out, especially if, like, it stops being so busy. Because now would be normally spring break, so we'll see. Oh, my gosh. I just realized that. Yeah. We'll see what Their happens. spring break's going to be different. Or maybe, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. So do you have any of the, like, because there are booths, like, food booths for Flower and Garden. Do you know of any, or are you planning on getting any, like, special treats? Um, sure. So... Food and wine, it's easy because it's all based on the country. So, you know, Italy's mm-hmm. going to have some great pasta, whatever. Uh, yeah. Festival of the Arts, which just ended. So in January to mid-February, basically it goes until the Princess Half 
weekend is Festival of the Arts, which is also a really beautiful festival if you've never been. I would mm-hmm. almost say it's Central Florida's like favorite because it's less busy, the weather's gorgeous, and it's just so many like fun things to do. Yeah. Um, they have a like I think it's my favorite. Yeah, they have like a Disney Broadway singers showcase so that people who yeah. play like Mary Poppins, Tarzan on Broadway will come and sing. And for for any new listeners, where do these concerts happen? Oh, our favorite. Our favorite theater. The America Garden Theater. If you didn't listen to, what, episode two, because we couldn't wait to talk about it? It was, when we wrote our original list of, like, what do we want to talk about, it was, like, probably Disneyland and, like, definitely Tower of Terror, because we all love it, and American Garden Theater, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And then maybe take a couple weeks off, because what else is there? Like, you really can't top American Garden Theater. No, we'll be exhausted. (laughs) Someone's going to be like, I keep listening to this podcast, and they won't stop talking about that stupid Epcot (laughs) outdoor, like, bench seating area. Well, then we're just not the right podcast for them <laughs> right just not well here's the deal guys they just announced that this summer they're bringing back the awesome mixtape volume whatever guardians of the galaxy show that they Great. had last year cool. and to like, the american garden theater to the american garden theater and what that yeah. is is it's uh the guardians of the galaxy they have performers who sing most of the songs from that movie so like the dancing so some- baby song mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jackson's ABC or the Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part mm-hmm. about that too is the adjoining like kiosk has a whole bunch of like treats that are right. themed to Guardians of the Galaxy, and they have one that's called I Am Groot Beer. It's <laughs> cute, and it's it's just alcoholic root beer. Anyway, but flower and garden flower and treats. garden treats are mostly based on like plant based things and or things that are grown so they have a really awesome street corn this year that they haven't had Ooh. where it's just a corn on the cob with like all the good seasonings i love that that one i'm very stoked on they have the violet lemonade stand which usually has mm-hmm. also like a dole whip um okay like a variation yeah mm-hmm. there's like a honey themed one so it's a lot of like really really good just like that's awesome food. that's great and you know what um and I'm, I don't know for sure because I don't have the menus right in front of me. But one thing, one of my like complaints sometimes about food and wine, and I have dozens, but one of them <laughs> is that a lot of the a lot of the dishes are like too hearty. Like they're like you get a stew or something mm-hmm. from the Ireland booth, and then you go next door and it's a pot roast from Germany, and you're just like it is ninety five degrees out. <laughs> I. <laughs> don't want either of these dishes and it could also be 95 degrees during flower and garden but if we look at the the like the offerings they're a little they feel a little lighter and brighter um and don't aren't necessarily like warm foods either you know it's um yeah like you said a lot of like um yeah they have like pineapple with like spices on it and or yeah corn on the cob like it just and not that this stuff isn't like hearty and filling but it's just not it's not pot roast and mashed potato. You know, it's just not, it doesn't like just lump right in your stomach. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's really exciting. Yeah. I love flower and garden and the topiaries. We keep mentioning them, but um, even in the past couple of years, they've really like amped those up too. They look way more realistic. They don't mm-hmm. just look like bushes <laughs> cut into human-like forms. Yeah. So included with your parks and uh, theme park admission as well not an added cost unless you buy like food and merchandise and stuff mm-hmm. speaking of other fun festivals that are going around like in orlando at least uh sea does their um 
Seven Seas Food Festival concerts. So SeaWorld wow. actually has a really cool like festival where um, they have a festival path that's usually closed throughout the normal operation. But then on the weekends or after five, I think on Fridays, they open it up and it has the same kind of kiosks. And honestly, the food there is very good, too, and well-priced. So nice. I can't think of anything specific, but it's like tachos, which are like tot notch, like tater tot nachos, or mm. just a bunch of really good comfort food. They have like a, a Chinese pavilion and and things like that. But you can you can go around and get a lot of beer, a lot of different things to try. But they also have a really great concert venue. I think as this um, episode drops, I'm not sure who Joe Nichols is, but he's there this Sunday. But then <laughs> the following weekend, you have. Yes, and then um, Edwin McCain, who sings that I'll Be song. What? Well, I mean, I guess you could skip that one. Sure, but then you have the Gin Blossoms, Village People, Jesse McCartney. Great, 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 Yes. Vanilla Ice will be there in April, so, like, really, it is a a (laughs) must-see. Like, I feel like you're, if you're in Orlando in the springtime, running (laughs) into, like... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. A, like, low, low-key musician is, like, your likelihood is, like, high. Yeah. Like, you're gonna run into, like, vanilla ice. It's happening. So, get out. Get out on the town. And then- um, SeaWorld, I agree. SeaWorld does um, kind of these, like, special event or, like, food festivals pretty well. Um, because I think they're allowed they're allowed the space to, like, to be a little bit more... Um, to be better with their preparation, right? Sometimes sometimes you get a, um, a festival item at Epcot and you're like, I mean, this has clearly been sitting under a heat lamp or it's like a really small portion or like just not plated very well or overcooked or undercooked or whatever. And it's a bummer, but you, you just have to look around and be like, it's packed, it's slammed. Like they're, they're kind of doing the best they can. And I think SeaWorld, just by being SeaWorld, is always a lot more relaxed. So maybe they're able to... Um, they have kind of the time and the space to put on like a nice event, which is great. Yeah. Good for them. Hey. Hey, good for you, SeaWorld. Yeah, SeaWorld. And then in um, Universal News, it's still Mardi Gras, at least through the end of March. Love Mardi Gras. Yeah, so they have a float. They'll ask people to be in it and they'll throw beads at you. I just learned that this year. Let me let me back up. Okay. <laughs> so did you and I ever go to Mardi Gras together at Universal? No. Wow, that is a crime. We need to prioritize that. Sure. Next year. Um, next year. So Mardi Gras is really fun at Universal because, again, Universal's kind of, they do parties very well. They do horror nights very well. They do Mardi Gras very well. But Mardi Gras is in, also included with your um, the cost of admission into the park. So it's just like, it's just like a festival. You just adjoin. Um, there's like character or like p- parade folk meet and greets kind of throughout the afternoon. And then a parade every single night of the week, right? Mm-hmm. And then they also bring in some concert, some but their concert names are a lot bigger, yes, I would say. a 100%. And they draw significantly larger crowds because they have the space to do so. That like lawn area, I think, holds a lot more people than American Garden Theater does. Yeah. Like, for the rest of this month, they have Diana Ross, Earth, Wind, Fire, Marshmallow, Gavin DeGraw. Like, it's a little bit bigger. Gavin DeGraw could probably go to SeaWorld. Sure. That's just my <laughs> um, but they had TLC earlier, which... That's nuts. And w- when I lived down there, they had Nellie and the St. Lunatics, <gasps> and obviously I went. Like, I was losing my mind. Um, great night. Great night of my life. But... 
so I just learned this this year. So during the Mardi Gras parade that they have every night, which is really fun, by the way, Mar- Universal also employs some of the best entertainment. Yes folks in Orlando who probably also like work at Disney World as well but I think they're more consistently um getting jobs and hours and stuff at Universal. <laughs> so just keep that in mind like some of the best of the best are at, at Universal pretty consistently so so the parade is great but I recently found out this year that yeah y- normal people you me Ashby we could be on floats <laughs> at night throwing beads out like how fun is that mm-hmm. I really want to do that Done. Live podcast from the floats. Done and done. But it's you enter into some sort of like, it's kind of like entering a boarding group. You can enter from your phone or you can like make reservations in, in a couple different ways to be on the floats. Um, but it's great. And then you, they draw pretty good crowds every night. So there are plenty of people to throw beads at. I mean to. Yeah. At. <laughs> Remember that time that we stayed at Port Orleans and there was like... <laughs> <laughs> One of the child activities yes. was they did a parade around the pool and they were just throwing beads at people. Yes, I do remember that. It made me very uncomfortable. It was so awkward, but let me tell you, I was so excited to receive those beads. And Same. I just want to preface, I did nothing to deserve that. Like, <laughs> Well, you, you began to and I stopped you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, wait, did I get beads? I have to, um, you know. Yeah. And that young, that little boy, like, didn't care. He was going to throw him anyway. Sure. Yeah, Port Orleans, what a fun place. Yeah, we were sitting in the pool, like, holding our frozen margaritas, <laughs> yelling, beads! <laughs> it was great. So you wouldn't think Central Florida for your Mardi Gras needs, but you should. But you should. You yeah, should. who knew? Yeah. It is a really, really fun event. Pretty low-key. You know, much like a lot of things Universal does, the tourist can sometimes be delightfully surprised with all the, like, really fun offerings at Universal's. But the locals, they've known about it for years. Yes. So it's great. We love get on it. A, get on a float at Mardi Gras. Live your dreams. Live your dreams. Are we – are there any kind of opening events um, occurring, like, opening up soon over the next couple weeks? Over the next couple weeks – I think Universal is opening a hotel this week. Sure. Which we never talk about Universal Especially hotels. not hotels. Although we should. I recently stayed at Cabana should. Bay and it was okay. choice. It was pretty great. I've heard the same thing. I need, I have, uh, that's not true. I have stayed at a Universal hotel and it was, but it was one of the, the like the original ones. What are those? Like, uh, like Hard Rock. Hard Rock. Portofino. Por- I think it was Portofino. And it was beautiful, but it's a, um, you know, it's. they're just nice hotels they're always nice hotels well can I tell you a story so growing up in central Florida like I said I think I've said this before like you do a lot of field trips to like um theme parks and in one of my classes we wound up going to Islands of Adventure for like the third year in a row and it was I think my senior year and me and my friends were just like at at this point they stopped making us have chaperones so my god so you're just running around the theme park yeah so we were just got to go to the theme parks and all of us were over it we didn't want to ride any rides so we purposefully knew that we were going to go into the park and once we were far enough away we were going to leave and we went to Hard Rock and just went to the pool (gasps) Okay, that's <laughs> and then we just wild. met back up at the end of it. Yeah, schools don't let kids do that. Like have shit. No. <laughs> also, you know, not to or don't want to make a dig at like Florida education because I feel like that's not fair. And I have a degree from a Florida <laughs> institution, but 
Aren't field trips supposed to be like linked back to something educational? <laughs> I have a feeling it had something to do with like a superlative. Like there was a reason we were there. Oh, you like it was like a reward. Like it was a school trip based on. Yeah, like it was definitely a school day, but it was it. it was something. It wasn't just like a field. Like back in the day when we went to like Epcot and Animal Kingdom, there was a scavenger they would hunt, make something that, we had to do. Sure. Okay, yeah. This yeah. was, I think, senior year. Like, we've run out of things. We didn't have a hurricane, so there's extra days. Like, let's... Extra... <laughs> I see. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. If you live in Florida and you don't have uh, hurricane days, you get to go to theme parks at the end of the year. That, okay, yeah. No, I take it all back. That makes a lot more sense now. No, but you're um, right. It's Universal's Endless Summer Resort. They're kind of tier of what they're referring to as value resorts, so similar to, like, the All-Stars at Disney. Um, but they're brand new, so, like... They're not going to feel like a value for at least five years, right? Sure. So take advantage of that. And they even have like two bedroom suites, which for like a value is very That's nice. exciting. That's really nice. I, um, yeah, Cabana Bay has been on kind of my list for a few years now. Um, if you stay at Cabana Bay, though, do you receive, like, what's the perk of staying at a universal hotel room? Whereas, like, okay, di- here are perks at staying on property at Disney. Um, Disney property is huge. (laughs) So you're already 15 minutes away if you don't stay on property. So big (laughs) perk. Plus transportation, um, friendship boats, Skyliners, walkability, um, bus to the park, all included. Um, being immersed in the magic, right? Like Mickey Mouse is everywhere. You can get Mickey waffles every morning for breakfast if you want to. What are the perks of staying at a Universal Resort? So definitely the same as far as like transportation. They provide a bus that comes pretty regularly. So it's great. Um, and it's a smaller resort, so like it, that's really quick. Yeah, to get around. I'm sure. Like your Hard Rock, your Porto Vino. I think it's like Sapphire Bay, something like that. It's those ones are attached to like city walk where you could walk if you really wanted to or there's a boat that takes you there's probably also a bus but i'm not 100 percent sure but then when you get into your like newer ones um your cabana bays especially endless summer because endless summer is kind of where like wet and wild used to be so it's it's, it's a trek. cross i4 mm-hmm. isn't it yes okay that's what i thought i remember when they closed first of all wet and wild water park like <laughs> We we gotta we'll probably have to do like a vintage podcast sure. or a clear episode on like a tribute to Wet and Wild like what a trailblazer, but um yeah so it when they closed Wet and Wild tore it down Universal owned that property and yeah they they're building their hotels because yeah you could I guess technically walk because people there are ho- other hotels over there and people do walk to Universal but yeah that's I wouldn't. It's a trek. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not. I don't want to imagine that's pleasant, especially to like. I definitely want to want to walk home from no. a theme park. Ugh. But they provide like a shuttle that comes pretty regularly, so that's pretty nice. nice. Um, they do have the same like cups that you love so much, the like refillable drink ones. Are you shitting me? Yeah, Cabana Bay has it, and it's delightful. Booking. I'm booking right now. <laughs> Can you film up in the in the theme parks too, or is there just hotels? No, I think just the hotels. But there is an option to fair, buy a different fair. one in the theme parks, um, which is something that like Disney doesn't have, time. where you can't like get a cup and, and just use it throughout the theme park. No, yeah, no. Um, and then like it's honestly the same kind of a thing. And uh, at Cabana Bay, they have a really really nice pool. And on the other, like it's it's huge, and it reminds me a lot of 
the Men in Black attraction, like, it feels very much like if they abandoned that and turned it into an alien resort, like, that's where you're at. Whoa, I feel like they should turn it into an alien resort. Like, they should have, like, alien weekends or something. I wish. But they have, um, like, a lazy river. Like, it for a value type, it's really nice. Beautiful. And um, something that you definitely don't get at a, a lot of Disney resorts is... And it's Cabana Bay, and what's the new one that's kind of like techy, like Ad, Advent, Adventura? Adventura. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're definitely over six stories, which I think is like the highest Disney resort is maybe six stories. Disney, not anymore, not the Riviera, and what's it called? But previously, yeah, like Grand Floridian's not very tall. No. Um, but Cabana Bay's decently tall, so it affords pretty cool views of both. Um, like Volcano Bay, Water Park, and then Orlando beyond it. I think on like a clear night on a top floor at Cabana Bay, you could see like Disney fireworks even probably, which yeah. is which is really cool and kind of something you don't typically experience. Um, so pretty, pretty and magical. And I will say like, okay, for anyone who's ever been in Central Florida, like Universal somehow finds it, it is built around I-4. Like I-4 is basically Universal and yet they find a way to like when you're there, not know that. When you're on I-4, you're like, I'm in the middle of Harry Potter land, but. <laughs> yeah, that is so, okay, you've described that perfect. I was just going to say like when you're, when you're, say even st- stuck on, stuck in traffic on I-4, you truly are like, wow, we are in the theme park right <laughs> now. Like this beer. is. Where's my it's, wand? It's both cool and also like a little uncomfortable. It's like, wow, like that, yeah, that can't be that. That's no. not immersive. That like I must hate it. from Volcano Bay is going to come into my car. Like how is this yeah. Like, it's a little off-putting, honestly. But then, yes, you are 100% correct. When you are in Universal, you are wildly unaware of the world around you. So, like, big, big ups to Universal for their immersive environments. Yeah. Even Superhero Island, right? Like, until you get on Doctor Doom's fear fall and get shot up how many feet in the air, and then you're like, whoa, the highway. Yeah. Oh, I'm falling. That's it. Right over. There is literally <laughs> a high school that is like in the middle of one of the attractions. And you don't it's know It's like it. right behind Harry Potter, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And there's just like a four lane highway, not highway, but like regular street. And then there's the start of a school. So... I remember I, what I don't remember what I was doing. I was driving to Universal for some reason and I was dropping something off or something. Like I wasn't going the main way, like to the parking lot or something. I had to whatever. Long story. And I made one wrong turn <laughs> and I was like in someone's yard. <laughs> like there's there are family homes right outside <laughs> City Walk. It is a bizarre, bizarre concept. But yeah, when you're there you're very much there. I mean, especially during something like horror nights. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like zombies that close to I four? Scary. All this to say that there's a lot of exciting <laughs> things happening in the parks right now. Follow the direction of you know the professionals over the next couple of weeks, but you might have an opportunity ahead of you to catch some new stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, speaking of horror nights, though, just <laughs> before we leave. Um, I think we're going to – this is a big year for Horror Nights. It's 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I feel like we are – I think I might have to make a trip, number one. (laughs) And 
Number two, I think it's going to be like a record year, like a record number of houses, record scare zone. And maybe, maybe Bill and Ted, Cheryl, for you? Yeah. Well, the new movie comes out in August. Mm, I get you know what if it does well at the box I bet they're probably waiting to see if it does well to see if they might I mean I something about it I'm already sweating just thinking of how exciting I am like I'm one of the AMC (laughs) A-listers where you only get three movies a week so I'm purchasing tickets to this oh you should I will too I'll make sure I go opening weekend just to boost boost numbers so we can get a show for horror nights for you oh my goodness if anybody needs a recap on Bill and Ted or just like Mm -hmm. to get excited please like hunt me down I will definitely chat yeah like honestly like send Cheryl a DM on our Instagram she's very active on there and we'll I mean she'll respond with got paragraphs paragraphs on on what you need to be prepared so (laughs) please and thank you (laughs) well yeah i mean i think that's kind of the current events right now there's obviously a lot to look forward to over the next couple years but that's for another episode i think yeah and then next week hopefully ashby will be back maybe i hope so yeah this is it's it's kind of an interesting time of year for all of us we're all having like a lot of new things going on um in our like day jobs and personal lives and just a busy time of year so i think we're going to try to figure out what is the best schedule for all of us and so we can keep providing the highest quality content even though you may be thinking to yourself is this your highest quality content guys yeah it is sir yeah yeah what are you doing with your free time Where's your podcast? Oh, you have one. Oh, oh okay. It's been around for five years. Great. Can Great. You link us to it. So we please, can. please have one of us on. That would be nice. <laughs> have you ever thought about that? Yeah. Do you Great. Teach a master class. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. But yes, we miss we miss Ashby. It's um, yeah. I just feel like he's the voice of reason he a lot of times. He truly is. So. But thank you so much for listening. Keep tabs on us on social media, Twitter, and Instagram. Please chat with us, ask questions, send feedback. We're all ears. Ears. (laughs) (laughs) We want to hear what you have to say. We do. We appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. Bye.